0: Well hello my little skin lovers! Welcome back to episode 8 of the Dermal Journal. In today's episode we're going to talk all things acne because there is so much more to acne than what you think which is pretty crazy. Acne for some reason just gets all put under the one name. Now there are so many different forms of acne that you need to know what's actually going on with your skin to actually treat it correctly because there are so many different forms of acne that they are all actually treated quite differently so that's why when people come and see me that have got acne as they say there's actually a completely different condition going on and what they've been doing in the past has actually not fixed it or it's gotten better it's actually in some cases gotten incredibly worse When it comes to acne, there are so many different factors that contribute to it. It's not as simple as, oh, I've got acne, I've got breakouts. Um, I'll just uh, either use products that you've seen on social media, or you go to the chemist and they tell you to use something to get rid of acne. Or, you know, some people go straight to a dermatologist and go on the hard stuff thinking that it's going to work. Now, the sad thing is, people have actually gone to the dermatologists to get treated for acne when they actually don't need Roaccutane or topical steroids. And it's annoying when the dermatologists just give them the scripts and then these people do these treatments make their skin worse and their condition doesn't change so they've actually gone and created more damage because in effect it wasn't actual acne that they had it was something else now what i mean by something else There are so many different types of acne that fall under the same umbrella. There, you know, there's comedonal acne. So when you've got open comedones and closed comedones, so blackheads and whiteheads. So that's one form of acne. Then you've got fungal acne, which that occurs when there's a yeast buildup in the hair follicle. You've also got cystic acne. Now, these cystic acne, I have a lot of people come in and tell me they've got cystic acne, and they don't. It's, you know, you don't have it. They're cystic acne, which I'll go into a little bit further. So, that's, they're deep and they're pus filled, well, they're pus filled uh, papules and um, pustules and nodules. These ones can actually, they're the nasties that cause the scarring. Nodular acne. So this is quite a severe form of acne. Um, These are the nice tender lumps, you know, that never really come to anything under the skin. Also, there's hormonal acne. So this is, you know, an overproduction of sebum, which is related to hormones So there are, look, there are quite a few different forms. And, you know, with the symptoms that come with these forms, you've got, you know, um, pustules, which are obviously pust-filled, papules, which are small, uh, you know, they're the small red, so they're the more inflammatory acne, blackheads, whiteheads, nodules, cysts. So people can have, a you know, an array of both. They can, they can have blackheads, so they can have comedonal acne as well as cystic acne or hormonal acne. So some people can have more than, you know, just one form of acne. Now the thing is, depending on what kind of acne people are presenting with, there are a lot of different ways to actually treat this acne. So acne usually, so what happens is hair follicles get clogged. So basically things like oil, bacteria, dead skin cells, they basically get inside the hair follicle and the pore. And this is what can lead to a papule, a pustule, blackheads, whiteheads, all of the above. So our body, you know, our skin has its natural um, barrier function. So that is, an, so your oil layer. So this is the oily subset that our body produces to the sebaceous glands to create that barrier protection. So when that is impaired or it isn't working correctly so if you do end up with an impaired barrier that's when back back small you know bits of bacteria um can get in now obviously bacteria lives on us so we do have bacteria that lives on us when these get infected this is where you get that inflammatory response obviously there's also dead skin cells so you know our skin's dealing with a lot you know you've got lots of dead you know your skin cells are turning over dead cells if these aren't slothed away and they're sitting on the surface they can actually build up and this is this can cause um an infection as well so apart from that there are also so many different triggers out there for acne breakouts comedone, on acne everything it's not just one thing it can be a variety of different things people that wear you know like hats um, kids you know like I see a lot of young kids at school and they you know they wear their school hats good because it's you know sun protection but sweating under that and it not being cleaned you know it's a great environment for acne air pollution weather conditions especially high humidity so everyone thinks that living in cans and the humidity is great for the skin no no it's not it is very detrimental to the skin if you are not looking after your skin correctly weather conditions really play part pollution in the air that's a huge factor that a lot of people really don't Um, factor in when they're looking at why they've got you know breakouts and and things happening on the skin. Um, Obviously a huge one is using incorrect product so a lot of people associate acne, overproduction of oil, I have to strip it away. Now that is the absolute worst thing you can do. Absolute worst because all you're doing is removing that barrier to try and protect itself so your body goes into overdrive and produces more and you're just drying your skin out and you are ruining your barrier and you are never going to get anywhere and have any success with your skin whilst doing that. Stress is massive and I just find that nowadays everyone is under some sort of stress and this is you know this is a hormone related one because when you stress you're releasing a hormone like cortisol and you're you that's raised in your body that's you know you you can't control what's happening on the outside until you address what's going on the inside uh, medications medications can give off side effects picking your face touching your face a lot of people don't realize touching your face there is bacteria everywhere and touching your face. The makeup you choose to wear, a lot of makeups out there you know that they, they are the, the full coverage makeups are comedogenic so you have comedogenic and non So what that means is comedogenic is that's designed to sink into the pores so it does not move. So you know like the Estee Lauder Double Wear and all of that shit that is a comedogenic product. Now I know a lot of girls wear it, stop, stop, stop it. Throw that shit in the bin. You can get non-commonogenic, full coverage makeup that is still going to sit and last all day but it is actually more beneficial for your skin. So please, chuck out all that fucking shit makeup. Obviously the term you are what you eat so whatever's going on internally reflects out on your skin okay so nine times out of ten any skin condition that's happening on the surface there is a dysfunction inside whether it be acne whether it be rosacea dermatitis psoriasis eczema they are all internal disruptions so when that happens foods There are a lot of trigger foods, you know, a lot of inflammatory foods, Um, dairy, like all these people that go to the gym and have their whey proteins. That's not good for the skin. You know, diet's high in sugar, you know, chocolate. There are a lot of inflammatory foods out there that can, you know, gluten can definitely contribute to it as well. So when you're living a life and your diet isn't exactly great, look, not everyone's diet is amazing. We don't expect everybody to have an alkaline diet. You know, people, you know, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, obviously drugs, smoking, all the bad stuff, that's going to contribute because that actually breaks down and kills off the healthy cells in the body. You know, it breaks down the microbiome in your gut. So all of these things, trigger as well so it's not just one thing it is an array of things most of the time not all the time but most of the time acne is usually driven by hormones so it's driven by the androgen hormones so testosterone so this typically like it becomes more active clearly you know when people are going through you know teenage years and developing and you know all of that and a lot of people find that you get more breakouts you know in your cycle you know around your period time um, or through ovulation depending uh, and that's because you you are having your body is having an imbalance in hormones because you know it's going through ovulation so it's releasing you know progesterone estrogen and then you know you've got the testosterone in there unfortunately us as women have so many hormones raging through our body so when there is a disruption of hormones and unfortunately this is very very common in women they you know they either have um, a testosterone overproduction or you know they might have PCOS or polycystic ovary syndrome you know there are so many factors that can lead to acne from hormonal changes so that compared oh, sorry that that's contributing also to what's happening on the surface so what are you looking you know what are you doing on your skin the bacteria touching your face picking your skin that can all lead to more inflammatory acne now usually with acne (coughs) excuse me we usually grade it so there are different grades of acne so when people come in and tell me that which you know what I hear all the time and man it fucks and fucking pisses me off now this is not the client's fault at not at all like you don't know you go to people who you think have got the education and the knowledge that you put your trust into them so I'll have people come in with grade one so grade one is very mild so it's more your whiteheads and your blackheads and just maybe a few pustules and papules right those people are going and to a dermatologist and getting put on So it's not gonna fucking do jack shit it's just gonna ruin your skin dermatologists should tell you that but they don't they don't care then you got grade two so grade two is a bit more moderate or you know like pustular acne. So this is multiple, you know, papules and uh, papules and pustules. So mostly on the face. So when you say papules and pustules, it's more of your white heads, but also your little red inflamed um, papules on the skin. Number three or grade three. So this is moderately severe or nodular cystic acne. So numerous papules and pustules along with the occasional inflamed nodule so this is where it starts to travel down to your chest and your back so for the girls out there that are finding that they are breaking out on their chest and their back so that's a grade three Then grade four is severe so you're more inclined to have like large like numerous large painful inflamed pustules and nodules on the skin and also on the chest and the back so it's all graded so a lot of people to be honest I very rarely will get grade fours in Um, grade threes definitely but a lot of people really only have grade one a lot of people think that they're on a grade 3 or a grade 4 and they are so nowhere near that Um, and I know that it's hard for people to understand that because it's your face and you've got a couple of pimples and it's the end of the world it's not the end of the world it's just things need to just change a little bit so that your skin is functioning correctly now a big one huge one that I see quite often is a lot of people think that they've got inflammatory acne you know, the red, inflamed, um, you know, swollen, painful red lumps. Uh, and when they come in and I look closer, and this is what I mean when I say see a dermal therapist, because a beauty therapist is not going to be able to decipher between acne and staph. Now that's a scary word, but staph always gets confused for acne. Staph and acne are two completely different things and need to be treated completely different. So I have had clients come in that have got staph and they think they've got acne. When I tell them that actually no they've got staph it's like I've told them that they've got cancer and they're going to die. People don't like to hear that they've got a staph infection. Staph is just a bacteria. It is incredibly contagious um, and it's not saying that, you know, these clients are dirty people. It's just they've unfortunately contacted, contracted, sorry, a stuff infection. Stuff, you know, doesn't just happen on your face, you know, it happens everywhere on the body. So, but when it does happen on the face, people are, are convinced that it's acne. So you know, staph is usually pretty, like it's, it's, a, it's a bacteria and it's easily spread through things like cut scrapes, you know, skin to skin contact, um, towels, you know, it's quite, you know, using equipment. Um, it is, yeah, it's extremely, uh, extremely contagious. So how it generally looks is, you know, it's swollen, painful red lumps, you know, they might look like pimples, um, And then, you know, they're quite warm to touch. Sometimes they're full of pus as well. So to the untrained eye, it looks like acne, presents like acne. But the thing is, if you were to go in and, you know, if you're popping these pimples and, you know, pushing all that bacteria around, it's going to spread. And that's what a lot of people find, that it starts to spread. And it's because it's a staph infection so you know staff can be picked up from surfaces that are often touched you know phones doorknobs um you know just equipment so depending on the environment that you work in um be very mindful of where you know what you're touching I know you know it's definitely a germaphobe kind of thing um but it's definitely out there so you know if you go and see just a general beauty therapist they're not going to be able to know that and then the thing is when you're having your treatments and and it's getting worse you're like what the hell's going on It's because they're just spreading that stuff around um and stuff you know needs to be treated internally so you know you've got to kill off that bacteria so you know that is a a trip to the doctor like go to the doctor get on antibiotics and clear it up and it'll clear up in five minutes So a really bad thing that's out in the market is how to treat these acnes. So everybody has seen on social media, TV ads, you name it, it's out there that they will push things like benzyl peroxide, which basically aggravates acne. So... Peroxide is used, to, they they say, to kill off the bacteria. What actually happens is it strips all of your skin of its natural oils, it dehydrates it further, and it makes your skin extremely reactive. You've got things like all your acids, your salicylics, your glycolics that people go, oh yeah, you need an acid, you know, to help break down the oil buildup and the cell buildup. Again, all you're doing is stripping that barrier away. The more you strip that barrier away the more your body goes into freak out mode and it's like oh my god I need to make more oil and you're just fighting a losing battle. They will you know say topical retinoids. Now retinol is good when it's used correctly. When it's not used correctly and not the right type of retinol for what you're treating it can go horribly wrong. So a lot of people go oh yeah I'm going to use some retinol. So retinol is actually brilliant It's a great exfoliator. It's amazing to help strengthen skin. So if you've already got a very thick epidermal layer, so when I say thick epidermal layer, you know those people that you see and their skin looks, it looks thick, it looks waxy. You go and put heaps and heaps of retinol on that. Retinol is a skin builder. So that's just going to get thicker and thicker and worse. And they're not going to like how their skin texture is. Then you have obviously got antibiotics or oral medications. So, you know, your things like doxy. So doxy is more for bacterial acne. Okay. So they will give people doxy, um, Instead of, you know, they might, oh, I, might, I might try on Doxy first and then, then, you know, if it doesn't work, we'll pop on the Racutane. So then you've got, you know, you've got your doxies, you've got Racutane. Some people will get, you know, young kids will get put on contraceptives, which, look, I understand because if people are young, but what that's just doing is shutting down your system and just filling it with artificial hormones. So when it comes to the time that you come off that pill, are you fixed? No, because your body has to restart and who knows where your hormone levels are gonna be at so a lot of people go on a form of contraception to stop their acne I'm not telling people not to go on it because obviously you need it for protection and you know against you know pregnancy and all of that but I wouldn't go on contraception purely for acne because It is going to mask it just like Roaccutane and Doxy it is going to mask it because when you go off it it's just all gonna come back because you haven't treated it at its root cause you're just putting a band-aid over the top you know there's also um, I don't know if many people have heard about this but people that have had um, really bad so grade four you know inflamed nodule acne have had to get steroid injections into the individual nodules to reduce inflammation would I do that absolutely not because once your skin becomes steroid dependent when you go on withdrawals which some of my clients have been on product that have gone through steroid withdrawals then you end up with a whole another world of problems like you know periol dermatitis you know you can end up with like psoriasis dermatitis eczema so, you know, some people have lasers done, oh God, peels, microneedling. Now, the fact that people are microneedling acne, pustular acne that has all the bacteria in it and spreading it over the face is fucking beyond me. Now, again, trained person would know that you can treat comedonal acne with needling. But you know I have had clients that have had needling and they've had postular acne and it's just spread and made it worse. So it may have started on their cheeks but when they've come to see me the whole fucking face is covered in it because some dickhead thought it was good to needle them. Needle and peels. Yeah? No. Not how you would treat it. The biggest thing when it comes to acne and you know if you've got some form of acne depending on what it is what grade it is how you go about fixing it is going to determine the results that you get because when it comes to treating acne which everyone gets so completely wrong and it's not the consumer's fault because there is so much shit out there in the market you know like clay masks and scrubs and and peels and acids and you know it's so confusing you just do what you think is you know is good for you and you know you've got some acne or you do you go and buy the the thick you know estee lauder double wear makeup to cover it up and it's just making things worse when it comes to treating acne you have to look at it holistically so it's not just what's going on on the outside what's going on on the inside you know you need to look at what's going on internally for the disruptions that are happening out on the outside and when it comes to looking after your skin less is more because your skin is so incredibly damaged your barrier function is not working your protective layer is basically gone and that's why so much bacteria is being able to penetrate the hair follicles and the pores is why you're not seeing any result because when you're stripping away that barrier function with your acids and your peels and all the bad stuff and your benzoyl peroxide and your topical retinoids you're just creating a pathway For a party of acne, you're not fixing it at all. So, when I have people come into me, we pair everything back. A lot of people, and they're using so much, so much stuff. And it breaks my heart because they've gone and spent all this money on stuff that's effectively going to make their skin worse. You need to pair it back. You need to support your barrier function. You need to hydrate it. You need to protect it. You need to be able to give it the ingredients it needs to rebuild the acid mantle back up again so it actually has a fighting chance instead of stripping it back so really very basic very very basic skincare routine you would change your makeup to a mineral makeup I mean, I'm just gonna say it. my favorite is Jane Eyedale, but there are so many mineral. like Lust Minerals is actually really, really good as well. You can find amazing mineral makeup that's actually going to help your skin and it's non-comedogenic, it is not gonna clog your pores, it is not you know, gonna create a playground of bacteria on your skin. In regards to in-clinic treatments, to be honest, a lot of my acne clients, I would prefer them to get their skin health up and and much better and put their money towards looking at what's going on internally than spending money on me with treatments until we find out what's going on so working internally and externally together so once their skin has been supported so sometimes you know i'll get them on product for about a month or so then we might go in and start doing some some treatments whilst working on their um, internal health as well so really with acne you're not going to get the answers you're looking for through antibiotics, uh, poor products, terrible treatments sometimes what a dermatologist tells you just to be honest because they just want to give you antibiotics they just want to do the quick fix research it and talk to a professional you know talk to someone who actually specializes in skin and I'm not talking about a beauty therapist who specializes in skin I'm talking about a dermal therapist because that's what we're trained to do beauty therapists aren't trained to do what we're trained to do And you know if you see like I said that they are a skin specialist or a skin therapist there's no such fucking thing. They're either a beauty therapist or a dermal therapist. Okay don't get confused. One last thing that you do need to be aware of that acne is an an hereditary condition. So nine times out of ten This has come from someone in the family, a parent, and they might go, oh yeah, I did have it. Oh, you know, they might, oh, but it might just not be a parent. It might be an aunt and uncle. It's, you know, come down through the family as well. So that's always a factor in. So I just want you all to remember that it's not so easy to treat acne because acne is a huge umbrella for a lot of other different forms that associate itself with acne. Take your time, research, ask a lot of questions, think about what is going on internally and speak to someone who knows what they're talking about. So I hope that this was informative without me going on too much of a crazy rant but and it gives you a little bit of knowledge so that way you can take away from this and, and, and go and do your exploring and, and get in contact with someone that actually knows what they're talking about and can diagnose you correctly and put you on the right path for your acne journey and get you that beautiful clear skin that you can definitely have and the thing that you got to remember is acne is a journey if you have suffered acne for quite a long time once you start It will still take time. We are not miracle workers. We are there to help you get it under control. It is effectively up to you to determine how fast and how well you are going to treat your acne because you only see us in a small period of time what you do at home and what you do externally like sourcing a nutritionist or a naturopath to actually find out what's going on internally that's all up to you so you have to be prepared to go down a journey I mean if you've suffered with it for so long what's another six months what's another year to get that perfect skin treated correctly that it's not going to keep coming back and cause you problems. All right I think I've carried on enough now. Okay if you have any questions please just message me on the Dermal Journal in Instagram. Um, yeah I hope you have a, a lovely day. Bye!